Hi. Hello. Welcome back with me this week. Thank you for clicking this episode. I'm really excited to get into it with you today. Um, Firstly, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has shared, liked, commented on my podcast. It really means a lot to me. Um, All the feedback is amazing, and I'm hoping that I can continue to put out more content for you guys that will resonate with you. Um, I hope that you're having a good week. Um, It is Thursday, so I was supposed to drop an episode yesterday, but I had some technical issues with um, it getting published, so here we are today. And I decided to just re-record and give it a little bit more freshness, but... I hope that you're having a really good week. Um, I've had a crazy week, kind of. We were snowed in in Texas. So I'm pretty sure all my listeners are Texas in Texas right now. But if you're not in Texas, yes, we were snowed in and it's been kind of crazy. Stayed at home. Um, I had a lot of time to think and get some stuff in order for you guys. So let's just jump right into it. The five most important things in a relationship. Um, Relationships are very difficult in general, um, but they can also be one of the best things about your life. Um, Love is great. Love is... Love is... I don't know. Like, love is the most powerful thing we have on this earth because no matter what you know even after you get hurt by somebody or or you've been wronged or whatever the case is you still yearn for it like it's one of those things that is just indefinitely embedded in us and love is one of the greatest things it's very powerful as well so I love talking about love because I love love. So the five most important things in a relationship. Number one is communication. Um, good communication is like the foundation to a healthy relationship. Like to be able to talk about what you want and what you expect with your partner, finding a proper balance in what's healthy for the both of you compromising over your disagreements um, and complimenting each other are just equally as important. Like all of those kind of mesh well together. Um, communication is a huge thing. And I feel like in this generation, it's, it's kind of non-existent, um, like a healthy form of communication. This generation glorifies being toxic and being um incompetent really with the reality of what a healthy relationship is and communication is key um if I can be completely honest I haven't always been the best communicator in my relationships in the past because I didn't really understand the total what it really meant to be a good communicator And over the years, I've learned I'm a good communicator now, for sure. But over the years, I have really assessed myself in what I could do for myself to be a better communicator. And the number one thing that I realized that I could do better was not focus on what they're doing. So you know how it's really big on reciprocating energy. I am big on reciprocating energy, for sure. But I pick and choose when I 
put that in place, if that makes sense. And when it comes to communicating, I can't rely on the other person and how they are to dictate how I'm going to communicate and how I'm going to move. Um, I think that being more authentic with yourself is the number one way to communicate better because when you can communicate with somebody and the way that they're communicating doesn't affect the way that you're communicating you're going to win every time so number one communication if you're a bad communicator that that has to change because you're never going to get anywhere with somebody healthy being a bad communicator and I know that social media you know really like they glamorize and glorify that toxic mindset of not really I mean it's not generally about you know communication but it plays a part but this generation just glorifies not having um good communication skills just um suppressing how you feel oh well they're not texting me they're not calling me da 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 all of that trigger that's a triggering thing and when someone's not doing what you want them to do it's completely up to you to decide if you want to deal with that I'm not saying to just put your self on the back burner or your standards and be a communicator to someone who's not worth it who or who's not giving it back to you but what i'm saying is is that only you you can only control yourself so what you give out should be what you get back if you don't get it back you can make the decision yourself in order to how you want to move with that person or that situation but communication is definitely the number one thing it's the foundation to a healthy relationship i love being a good communicator sometimes it can probably come off a bit overwhelming for someone um, that you're with, but it's never going to do you wrong. If you can communicate with somebody with your partner and let them know how you feel and what you want and what you expect, all you're doing is creating room for you to grow. Like you're creating room in the relationship for you guys to grow because relationships go through a lot everybody's relationship is not perfect if you're listening to this and you're single um it still applies to you in the future just know that being a good communicator is going to serve you more good than it is bad when you're able to be honest with the person that you're with when you're able to open up and to talk to them and to let them know what you want what you expect and how you feel it's the best feeling in the world it really is and when you start to do that it opens the door for you to compromise with each other um for you to also um you know, be a person that can listen to to somebody that was huge for me. I've always been the type of person because I'm very opinionated. Um, I'm an opinionated person and that's just who I am, but it's not always a good thing. So I've learned to turn it off and turn it on, you know, especially with somebody, you know, in my relationship, somebody that I'm with. I'm I've definitely turned over a new leaf because nowadays I listen more I try to communicate better actually I do communicate better I don't try I do but as for you who's listening to this like it's very hard when you when you have a um, blockage up when you have a wall up because all we want to do is protect ourselves and when you are protecting yourself you can also limit yourself and block your blessings so you 
just you have to learn to to you know focus on how to separate the two if that makes sense to you because for me being an open communicator being someone who voices my concerns who voices how I feel to the person that I'm with and who I love like I take pride in that because it's really important to do so you have to um be able to be a little bit vulnerable with that if you're with somebody right now if you're in a relationship right now and you can't communicate with them you probably don't need to be with them um because that's the that is the biggest thing that a relationship needs is proper communication good communication it's the foundation to it all um and it also is to me it creates the the love part like being able to just be yourself and talk and communicate and not have any type of resistance with that to me is so lovely like it just feels so good you know I've been in relationships in my past um to where I felt really restricted like I couldn't talk to them I didn't feel like I would be heard I felt like I would be manipulated and my words would be used against me um and that I would be looked at as you know maybe I'm talking too much or maybe it's complaining to that person I've been through it all so it's not something that's an easy hurdle to get over you just have to put your first foot forward and you have to just try it out like you just gotta try it with the person that you're with now or if you're single the future person that you're going to be with make it make a mental note in your head to be a good communicator no matter what the circumstances is because someone's going to respect that more they may not can handle it they may not be the person for you but it's going to get respected more than anything um number two respect respecting each other biggest thing is trying to understand your partner's perspective is a, is a key thing respect your partner's choices and their opinions you know just because you don't always see eye to eye doesn't mean you know that the other person needs to change their mind for the relationship to work right be considerate you know be considerate of boundaries and privacy with your with your person um this is something that i had to really grow through in relationships having respect for that other person because you know in the past when I was younger 19 I dated uh, my son's father and um you know guys after that you know I was in this mentality of what social media what the world was telling you you had to be in order to be with somebody and that's not respecting their boundaries not respecting their privacy not understanding my partner's perspective on things and how they feel because all you're thinking is of self all you're thinking is of yourself so you can't see the other person and the respect literally goes non-existent so when you can respect the person that you're with and they can respect you you've hit a freaking gold mine like you really have but you got to give it to get it and if you don't get it back like I said before, you know, you can do with that situation with you, please. You probably don't need to be with that person because I've learned in a relationship in a healthy relationship, respecting each other is the biggest thing. And that's something that I've, I've adapted into my life now. Um, I find myself kind of like slipping, you know, into some, into some ways, maybe in my past, like it's sometimes it's hard when you don't feel secure 
with somebody, it's hard to give them respect and respect the boundaries and respect the privacy. So you need somebody that's going to make you feel secure. So when you have someone that makes you feel secure, when you have someone that you can respect and they respect you, you know, you don't have to always question somebody into where they're going and who that they're with. Um, If you ever feel necessary, like that needs to be addressed, I guess, go for it. But don't ponder on that. Don't don't examine your self-worth from that always respect the person and that's something that I think within this last year yes year I have obtained myself learning to respect my partner learning to respect the person that I'm with respect that they have a life respect that they have boundaries within themselves respect that they have privacy um being open and honest with your with your partner is one thing you know being overbearing and too in their life as far as to where it you don't have you like y'all lose identity with the like with like your individual identity your identity starts to merge and that can be either a good thing or a bad thing so you kind of want to be careful on that end so definitely respecting your your person you have to respect um respect their perspective on things that's key another thing that i said you know was um it doesn't mean that the uh, their needs or if they change their mind for something or if they don't have the same perspective of you that you have that means the relationship won't work like i find this generation of women and men not understanding what respect is because there's no boundaries and that's my next that's my number uh three is boundaries um i actually have an episode on boundaries so if you have not checked that out go check it out um, after this episode if you have time because it's definitely something that i went more in depth with on that episode um but yes respect number three we're gonna jump right into that since i already brought it up is boundaries um this is self-explanatory i i feel like setting the boundaries within yourself is so important but that's it it can also be hard if you don't have limitations with yourself especially if you don't have self-control so when you're in a relationship with somebody you have to set boundaries as far as and, and boundaries could be anything that you want it to be to be considered a boundary but you have to set those in order to keep everything aligned the communication the respect etc so with setting boundaries with somebody When you set boundaries in a relationship, it doesn't mean you love them any less. It doesn't mean that you don't want them close to you. It doesn't mean that you don't want them a part of you whatsoever. (laughs) Actually, it means the complete opposite. It can actually open the door for more. Um, And I want to say boundaries for me. I probably adapted those like three years ago. So I've been on my journey for about three years with really setting boundaries with myself. And don't get me wrong, because I'm not perfect. I've slipped up. You know, I've, I've made decisions that cost my boundaries. I've made decisions that went against my boundaries um, in the past, but not as many as I thought I would. But, you know, we're human. So what we decide to do and how we decide to move with certain people is completely up to us at the end of the day. But setting those healthy boundaries with your person, with your partner, you know, and like I said, that can mean anything to you. But that is so important because if you don't have boundaries, someone's going to be able to walk all over you. They're going to be able to treat you how you how they want to treat you. Excuse me. And you're just going to allow it. You're going to be pissed off. You're not going to be happy in the relationship. 
you're going to feel like you're responsible for the other person's feelings because you've set these boundaries in place and then you're not going to stick to the boundaries because you feel like it's too much work. Stop being lazy. Relationships take work and they go through things and they either you're either going to fight for it and it's worth it or you're not like you got to know when to fight for something and when not to fight for something. But when you're in the midst of something, a good relationship, this is one of the key foundations is definitely boundaries. Get you some. Um, number um, four, trust. This can dig really deep. Trust can dig really deep because one thing about it, trust takes time to build. So I'm not saying walk into a fresh relationship and just be like, yeah, I trust you with everything that I have. No, it's a build up. But let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about when you do build up to that trust and you do build up to the point of, okay, I fully trust this person. Um, When you get to that point, it has to be unguarded trust. You you have to fully believe that you trust that person and don't ever, ever let your partner use their lack of trust or their past experiences as an excuse to control you, to question you, to make you feel as though you need to go out of your way for them with certain things like, but this comes down to people having like past trauma. So that's what I mean of when you do get to the level of trusting somebody, just having an unguarded trust. And when you do trust them, trust them. Don't have ass. Trust. Trust them. And I can be completely honest. You know, I've struggled with trust. I have trust issues. Um, not as bad as I used to have them. I'm actually I'm actually pretty, pretty good now, but like I said, you know, I'm not perfect. Um, I will never sit on here on this podcast and claim to be this perfect soul, this perfect person who just knows everything. But what I can do is share my personal experiences and show you that you can always come out on top with certain things and certain controversies within yourselves and, th- and things about yourself that you need to work on. And trust is one of those for me. Growing up, you know, you can go through trust issues and it starts very young. It can start with your parents. It can start with your family. Like it stems from a lot. Um, mine probably stemmed from both. Like I said, being 19, having a son at 19, starting having to grow up pretty early, having to experience really like negative, unhealthy relationships really sparked a lot of trust issues in my life. And like trust is the hardest fucking thing to build up like it really is so when you get to somebody and you get to a point where like wow like I really have something good like I have something healthy in my life I need to trust them and I need to trust myself like you have to trust yourself too people don't talk about that (laughs) but you have to trust yourself too and then trust that person and when you get to that point really do it don't don't BS it. Don't don't have don't have do it because you're never going to be fully satisfied if you do it that way. So, yeah, trusting you have to trust somebody. And like I said, don't ever let your partner use their lack of trust or their past issues to control you, because 
it can get very blurred. You know what I mean? If you're dealing with somebody and you trust them, but maybe their trust is, you know, a little shook. Maybe they don't have, maybe they haven't reached the mental capacity that you have as far as overcoming your past trauma with trust issues, right? This is what I'm saying. Don't, don't let the lines get blurred. Don't change your trust because they don't have theirs. Because the more that you lead by example with that person, the more that they're going to feel like they can trust you. It's like, wow, this person trusts me. I have these trust issues, but this person trusts me. I see that they put all their trust in me. I see that they love me. I see that they trust that I'm not going to go out and cheat on them. I see that they trust that I'm going to respect them when I'm out and about or I'm out with my friends or, you know, the whole nine. Right. So never waver yourself. That is the biggest freaking lesson I have learned throughout my life. I'm still learning to this day is to not let other people's actions and the way that they are with themselves and how, excuse my French on my podcast, they have that this is a clean podcast. I'd switched that. So I'm hoping that changed, but never let somebody's fucked up ways mess with you. Somebody else can be so fucked up in the head and they just want to tear you down and make you like, no, we're not doing that. None of that. All 2022. We're not putting up with that. Right. So, yes, trust is is huge. Trust is big, 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 big. And if you're listening right now and you have trust issues. um, God bless your heart. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but if you're listening to this and you have trust issues, I'm going to tell you this let it go like let your let that trauma that you have built up in you let it go let the past be the past because every day we have a chance to reinvent ourselves to recreate ourselves we really do like like that's the beauty part about life is that we we don't have to be stagnant or stuck and I can get very complacent sometimes. Like, I think I dealt with my trust issues for years. I'm still sorting it out, but I don't, I, I wouldn't label myself right now as a person that has trust issues. Um, I think where my trust issues sparks, like I think where that trigger comes from is if I don't feel secure with somebody. So in the past, like if I haven't felt secure, my trust issue type of trauma will get triggered. But I'm starting now to not let that happen to me as much. Like I'm I'm starting to like now be like, okay, well, you know, if they don't do this or they're not doing this, it doesn't mean that they're doing this. I need to trust them. Like if they're out with their friends, I don't need to think that they're doing this. Or if they don't pick up my phone calls or if they don't do this, then I don't need to feel like they're doing something else, even though your mind might wander there. Um, But ultimately, when it's all said and done, it's like, nah, I'm not even going to think like that. Because guess what? Let me tell you something. What's done in the dark always comes to light. Just know that. Notate that in your brain. (laughs) Um, last Last but not least, you know, support. Support. I think that is the most sweetest thing in a relationship. To know that the person you're with is supportive of you. Um, someone who has your back, someone who's your rock, like no manipulation, no control. They're protective of you, but like not possessive. There's a difference. 
Okay, they encourage you to follow your dreams, to be who you want to be. They encourage you to um, um, spend time with your friends and your family, give you, you know, personal space and just knowing that someone always supports you. I'm a supportive person. Sometimes I think by default because I'm so supportive in my relationship when I'm, you know, that I just be like, yeah, babe, do what you got to do. Um, I support you. I'm with you. I give advice. I'm there. If I got, I got you no matter what, you know, that's just the type of person that I am. So supporting your, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, that is so important being a support system. And a lot of people think that being a support system is like financially, and it doesn't always mean financially. Somebody needs you to be there for them mentally and emotionally, and to know that they're safe with you. Like I'm, you're safe with me. Let me. You can go out here. You need. You can go and experience your personal endeavors. Follow your dream. Do this. I'm gonna be here regardless to support you, no matter what. No matter what, I'm gonna be here for you. And when you have that in somebody, don't let that go. It is so. Y'all, it is really difficult nowadays to find somebody that loves you, that's supportive of you, that wants to be with you genuinely. A lot of people out here have ulterior motives. They're They're manipulative. I'm sorry. They are narcissistic people. They are um, selfish. So when you got somebody good you know you really do need to hold on to them and when you have somebody that shows you support supporting your business supporting your you know like me my podcast (laughs) supporting you know the new job you want to go on to school supporting you financially if they are if they can supporting you in any way because guess what like I just said, and I'll say it again, it's really hard to find that nowadays. It's really hard. And just knowing that that there is somebody out there that can do that for you, though. I'm not saying that the world is just washed of good people or good men or good women that can be in relationships because that's not true. But it's very hard. You know, I'm, I'm an old soul. I'm an old spirit. Like, I... Like, if I was born in, like, the 50s, the 1950s or the 1960s, even the 70s, like, that's the type, like, how, you know, your grandparents met back in the day. Somebody went to a coffee shop <laughs> and saw the love of their life, and then they just dated and got married, and everything was great, and now they're, you know, got grandkids. You know, that's just how I picture life to be, and that's how I feel like it is. Love is so simple to a certain degree love is 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 great it's not rocket science but like i was saying you know this generation that i live in that we live in now is really filled with some turmoil in it you know the dating scene is horrible um men and women sometimes you know they they just they don't bring any substance to a lot So when you're the type of person that has substance and I'm not just talking about tangible things, I'm not just talking about, you know, well, it's great that you have your own car and your own place and your own job and you're being, you know, independent on either one on on a man's end or a woman's end. 
um, that's great. We're supposed to do that. We're adults. So you're supposed to be getting your shit together, getting your life together. So if you have it together or slowly have it together or you're working towards being better, more power to you because we all are. But what I'm really referring to is just um, pushing pushing to like to really find someone and to be with somebody in this type of generation that has really good intentions genuine intentions um because everybody's so messed up in the head like it's like the dating scene is scary it's really scary because you just like okay and first of all me personally and I hope a lot of people on my social media men wise are listening. Like I don't meet men off of the internet. So, um, I just really, I mean, it's cool to talk to, you know, but no. And so, um, but that's just how this generation is now. Like that's where you meet people. You can't just, everybody's so, you know, it's just different. It's just different. And so you meeting people and you don't even know who, what the type of person that you're, you're encountering because everyone just is so messed up. So you go, all right, let me give you a scenario. You meet a guy or you meet a girl and y'all meet up and Y'all met on what? Instagram, I don't know, Facebook, Twitter, um, Snapchat, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, y'all meet up. Date goes good. You know, you're like, oh, okay. I kind of like this person. All right, let's do it again. Go again. You know, whatever. A month later, you like, you got mental issues. You are crazy. You are not what I thought. Like, people just don't come genuine a lot. And, excuse me, don't come genuine anymore. And you go on this date and you, 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 you like this person. It's all about sex. It's all about what this person looks like. Let me say this as well. Um, a person got to be what I like. Like the looks wise, I want somebody that I'm attracted to. Mental wise, I want somebody who can stimulate my mind like you. Those are the type of things you look for in people. So when we're talking about five most important things in a relationship, everything that I just listed, those are the things that you need to look for when you're in a relationship. Those are the things you need to to actually exercise when you're in a relationship, when you're single and you're dating and you're, you know, finding your person. Those are the things you need to exercise. Those are the things you need to look for. Stop letting social media mess y'all up. Mess your head up with what they think. Like I saw something. And like I said earlier, I'm really big on reciprocating energy, right? But I pick and choose when I want to do that. But like I've been seeing some posts on like social media, especially my Facebook, right? And it's always something like, negative like that a, that a late that a girl is posting is always something like well if he can't pay my bills and do this then I'm not with it and da, da, da. I'm just like okay well first of all you need to pay your own bills second of all guess what when you find a man that actually wants to be with you you won't even have to ask yeah so yeah think about that like it's just this generation just really like attract what you want 
Attract what you want. Attract what you want. Be what you want. Lead by example. I don't understand it. And same with dudes. Same with the men of this generation. My girl got to have a BBL. (laughs) Sorry. My girl got to have BBL. Or, you know, she, uh, like, what? Or she need to be. A lot of men don't want a successful woman. So they can control and manipulate her. It's intimidating. But, like I said, just be you. And dating in this generation is really hard. So these five important things that I just put out, please, if you have to come back and listen to this, please listen to it over and over if you need to. And just soak in those five things because I can promise you, you're going to find who you need to be with if you exercise these things. I promise you, you might run through a few of them. A few of them might not make the might might not make the cut. But the longer you exercise these things, I promise you, God's going to put that that man into your life unexpectedly because he sees you trying. Um, and like I said, I cannot with this generation. So, and I'm a part of this generation. I'm just I'm mentally, emotionally too mature for it. Um, I had but I had to go through some things to get there. I really did. I had to go through some 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 just horrible relationships that I lost my self-worth in. I lost who I was. And I spent years regaining and reclaiming who I am. And I'll never I will never in my life lose myself again to a to a man. I will never in my life lose myself to a man and if you're listening to this and you're a guy and you've lost yourself in a woman don't ever lose yourself in a woman because women can be just as nasty they can be just as manipulative just as cruel as a man can be right so make a promise to yourself you know never to lose yourself again and stop playing victim to your past relationships to the past hurt use it like turn it around i know i know i know a lot of females and women who have been through really bad relationships and now they're in good ones because they did the work with themselves they became better when you become better you attract better when you become better you attract better always and that is all I have for you guys today. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you could take something from this episode today and apply it to your life, apply it to your relationships. If you're single, apply it to your dating life right now. Um, be cautious of the things that you do and how you move with yourself. Be smart, know your worth, and don't give up on anything. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys next Wednesday.